Pete, how you doing, man? <laughs> While we wait, let's 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 figure out what's going on with our boy Pete. How you doing? No, yeah, I felt comp- I thought that there were just two speak two callers, so I like felt compelled to say something. It seemed like like a awkward sure, sign. No, no, don't, don't worry. I, yeah, but we're just I, like waiting to start. So yeah, right, right. Okay, Go okay, ahead. cool. I, Pete, I will wait with Pete, you. Pete, you, no, you, you gone to the gym this week? Or uh, I did. I went. I went today, Rory. Uh, today. Oh shit! What'd you do? Oh uh, man, let me think. Like. Uh, I, I think I hit um some the core machine it's so i'm an amputee right so like, okay. i lost my le- my lower left so i've been it's whatever it's just i've been i've been trying to figure yeah. out how to work my core i've been trying to figure out how to work my core so i did a little bit of core and like shoulders and chest and some squats that was it uh okay. yeah man it was all right how, yeah. how does the how does that work for squats like is it the, so, so like i can't reason? i can't actually do a free i couldn't can't do a free but with like the smith machine I can hit. I I couldn't before, but oh, I okay. a second. I, yeah, so I can hit a full squat with the swim machine. Yeah. So, anyways, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll let. Uh, I'll get out of here. But no, no, good, good. Out of here. Yeah. So I guess you know, uh, Karthik. While we're on, no, we can talk a little bit. I mean, I I know. Q, I feel like you know, like Q. This is something that Q and I were actually just talking about like thirty minutes ago. But um, yeah, you know, one of the things we we both do. And what a lot of people like doing is, is working out. You know, I like working out. Um, Q definitely likes working out. I'm honestly very jealous of him that he gets, he has his own like in-home gym with like a squat rack. I am so jealous, dude. Like that. I think he posted something about the fact that he hasn't been using it or something and he's back to uh, yeah, well, you I, know, I don't what? know what that was, but yeah, that's that's just like being like, oh yeah, this is like my my third Lambo. I just never use it, you know. <laughs> I have this massive back. I have this massive roof pool in New York, and I never use. Like, okay, man, like, all right, simmer down. No, but um, I mean, I I personally have have been, especially since um, getting back from from India, I've been really kind of trying to get back into the grind of the gym and. Um, uh, you know, it's something that I think a lot of guys like doing, especially recently, it's been getting quite big. But I think there's, you know, always with the gym and always with any kind of physical fitness, there's always going to be like a very annoying discourse around it and very annoying and a lot of mistruths and half-truths. I mean, that is what kind of bro science is. It's mm. just a series of half-truths around the gym. Um, and so that's why I thought it'd be nice, you know, to, to hang out tonight and talk a little bit about like working out and. You know, that sort of thing. So, Carthy, are you a big, uh, big gym guy? You know, like, I actually – so, my ethos, I would say, is, like, more of cardio and running uh, since I was a kid. But then, like, uh, I have been on and off at the gym. But more recently, I started getting more seriously into it. Uh, I had a small, like uh, – I've not been, like, you know, active as of since, like, the – middle of february or something like that so for the last like two weeks i didn't do it but uh this month i want to start i mean i basically okay. wanted to start today but like essentially i wanted to get back to it again um but yeah i'm not i i, I can't claim to be a big gym guy because uh, i think that like i well you're a future I mean, gym it, guy <laughs> yeah it, it, the thing is that like I, that's that's one of the reasons why i feel a little bit like a I felt a little bit like a hypocrite because i don't i can't like say that like i i'm too regular but i when I'm when I'm into it, I'm into it. Like as in, like when well, I do thing, it. If Q and I like just can't, like if you know, I, I'm in the gym usually per week about 15 hours. All said and done, holy shit! I go to the gym a lot. I uh, so my big thing actually recently, I've been getting into a squat every day. 
uh, where literally you do 10, 10 rounds of, or 10 uh, sets of, of squats just every day to begin your workout. Even on rest days, uh, you still go and you, you squat with less weight, but you still squat. Um, so uh, that means that I have to go into the gym like at least 40 minutes uh, like every day and usually more than that because again and this is why i'm jealous of q because he gets his own squat rack at home right i don't yeah. have a squat rack at home so like if i get there and there's honestly it's really frustrating because um how would i put this it's actually very frustrating for me because there's we have three squat racks at our gym what two of them are great and one of them is just perfectly not tall enough it's both it, I, like the, the two settings I can either go too tall or not, or just slightly not tall enough. So I hate, I don't ever use it. Right. Right. So yeah, like, it, you know, I have to usually wait to get on a, a squat rack. And so usually when I'm waiting for a squat rack, I'll usually do something else. So by the end of the week, it usually ends up being about 14 to 15 hours a week in the gym on and off uh, less so recently, but um but, you know, I, you know, it, and I don't know how often Q is, Q isn't at the gym quite as much, but for two people that are just constantly in the gym all the time, it can be hard to, it can be hard to relate to people that don't, not hard to relate, but like it, it becomes a topic where you assume things that other people who don't work out as much. Right. Uh, Johnny GL, uh, not if you stretch properly. There was a period in law school where I worked out literally every day, apart from like a week when I was obviously, well, actually, no, at home I had a, a gym, but like apart from like one or two days here and there where like the gym was closed for, um, well, I, I went to Georgetown, so it's like holy day. They would literally close the gym uh, for church mm -hmm. holidays. So for those, I couldn't go, but no, I, I kept it up probably for six to eight months. Um, again, part of it is that you're just not going 100% at the gym every single day, right? You're, there are days. Yeah, you show up and it's like, you know, I'll only do, I'll squat, you know, I used to, my max was uh, 4 or 4.25. And so on, so days when I wasn't like, it was more of a rest day, I'd only squat, do eight reps uh, when I would max out at like 300 tops, tops, right? And that was a pretty light day. And then, you know, I'd maybe do some like minor stuff like bicep curls or uh, bench press because I love bench press. Bench press is like my favorite thing to do. Everybody has their favorite workout, I think. I don't know if you agree with that, Garthi. Yeah, no, I think like there's a comfort zone workout, right? Like the thing that you do uh, whenever. Yeah, I think like mine would also probably be the bench press. Like I, I'm not like a huge, I need to get into it. Like I, I, I feel like, you know, talking to you guys and like especially hearing a lot about like the numbers getting thrown around as to like what you bench or squat like makes me want to do it more. Uh, yeah. I actually wanted to like, you know, um, I, I have a lot of questions. I think like, you know, in, in a way I am like uh, a kind of a rookie as far as like the gym is concerned. I do want to consider myself as that because like, although I reasonably regularly used to go as of like, mm -hmm. as I said, two or three weeks ago, um, I kind of, uh, I can't consider myself to be like a, a gym person because like I said, like my, my majority uh, of my life has been like uh, regular as yeah. far as running is concerned. I like run like 5k around about. So um, I, I kind of wanted to, I mean, like that's, that gives me, it make, makes me like pretty lean, but I want to, yeah. and when I like gain weight, it kind of gets a little like 
not too flattering. Uh, but yeah, but it, 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 like skinny it, fat, right? Right, yeah. And that like that kind of is like a pretty. Uh, it, only last year, like around uh, I think the last summer, uh, is when I got like uh, pretty seriously. I got a gym membership and stuff like. I was paying for it, so I was like, "Holy shit! I need to like do this regularly." So I started going, and uh, I feel my body composition changing and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I want to like get into it more seriously and be about it, you know. And like well, so- I, I've never been about it. Here's, here's the first question. Um, right. Do you have a workout plan? And this is the first question to everybody. Do you, like, when getting into the gym, what's, do you have, like, when you go in, do you just kind of walk in and decide, like, yeah, whatever hits me, I'll do? Or do you have, like, a set thing of things that you want to do, right? So uh, about, like, five years ago, I used to, like, work out with my buddy. And mm-hmm. uh, we followed this thing. Uh, and he used to, like, work out with, before that, uh, work out with somebody who served uh, in the military and like he had like this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, kind of like one day, one of those days is like leg day type of workout schedule. So I kind of like imitate or copy that, like, or, uh, you know, I kind of have a hang of, you know, yeah. back and biceps, chest and triceps and like shoulders one day and shit like that. So I've just been keeping to that, like loosely. I can't claim to say that I do all of those workouts uh, all the time, but like, you know, pretty much like selected days. I keep to keep to it as much as I can. Here's the thing. So, and, and this is, you know, sorry, just real quick. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. Hey, All right. Perfect. All right. Hey, yeah. So, so the one thing I think I would say, and to anybody that's, you know, considering getting into the gym, cause I will say one, one thing, and I do not want to talk about this at all, but like the gym filming discourse, the one thing that I did that did kind of bug me is that, and, and I always get kind of bugged about this is, people overstate, you know, like they overstate how, how bad gyms are like, Oh, this is so like, this is such a bad place. And it's like, honestly, I have never, gyms are some of the most welcoming places. I've, I think honestly, like genuinely, unless you CrossFit gyms, not so much CrossFit gyms are a little weird. I think (laughs) CrossFit gyms are kind of cultish. If you ask me, they are a little cultish. It's like, they're very welcoming, but in sort of a very, weird way like oh yeah. you're joining our family like welcome to the box i'm like oh, <laughs> welcome yeah. to the box I, this is i get the feeling that crossfit is kind of like AA, like some kind of like anonymous type of like you it's, know that's a 12 step type of thing where like they actually check up on you if you don't show up and stuff like that well i mean so the thing about crossfit is that it's very it's a very like focused very driven and it's very and and I will say one other thing to note about like like AA actually in a very apt way, CrossFit is very much based on whoever is running the the gym or the box mm. as they call it. Um, it. It's very much based on the gym that you go to. So like yeah, exactly. You'll have friends that go to, to CrossFit and they'll go to one that's just like they're they're so pushed about like the double speak, like all the weird lingo they use. And they're really, really kind. It does really feel like going into a cult. And then you'll go to another one that's run by somebody who's like a little more chill. And it's just like a totally normal gym. And like people are way more relaxed. So it's very, it's very CrossFit gym to CrossFit gym. One other thing though about CrossFit that does, that that kind of works both ways though. Because sometimes I think, and and here's the thing, Johnny, um, a lot of CrossFit gyms are actually very good about making sure people don't get injured, right? A lot of them are run by people who have like physical, like 
physical um, therapy or, or physical, like some kind of qualifications in that, but a lot of them aren't right. A lot of them are just like guys that maybe took like a couple courses in CrossFit that are really into it. that just decide to run their own CrossFit gym. And yeah, in those cases, it will cause you to get injured. Like they, cause they don't have the sort of like understanding of like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be using this equipment in this way, or maybe you're really pushing yourself a little too hard with too much weight. Um, but, you know, I guess it, it comes down to it. And what I would say, you know, getting back to the sort of the main subject here, you know, the way I always talk about it uh, and one of the best plans that you can do, you can actually download this directly on your phone. It's called uh, Starting Strength. Okay. And it actually yeah, is. Yeah, that's actually the program that I, that's the program that I began using. Oh, I want to say back around like 2011 or 12. And yeah, when I, when I, the, the most fit that I've ever been was just off of starting strength, like by starting with the starting strength program and then incorporating other things like doing Muay Thai boxing, stretching, cardio into it, it got me like diesel. Oh yeah, you will get really ripped. And, and the other thing, you know, especially for anybody that's starting out in the gym, I really envy you, right? Cause especially like Karthik, you and like people who, who have never really gotten into it, the first couple months or really the first year that you're working out at the gym, you will see dramatic gains, you know, assuming that you're, you're eating properly, you know, you're, you're, you're not like overdue, you're, you're working out properly, you're eating properly, you will see insane returns, right? Yeah. Like that's the one thing like people as talk long about as you this. like, as long as you're paying attention to your macros, you know, protein intake, carb intake, fat intake. And the thing is, like, a lot of people will try to get insane, you know, like cutting out all uh, you know, cutting out all junk foods, coming, cutting out all fast foods and so on. And Don't so, overdo no, it. The, the thing is, that, yeah, with the, with the starting strength program, as long as you're doing it like three, maybe four days a week, um, yeah. I don't want to say it doesn't matter what you eat, but it really Here, I'll, doesn't I'll, matter. Let me show you something. You eat. Let me show you something that's always on my, always on my kitchen counter. And you can tell because it's on my kitchen counter now. <sighs> <Food scale. laughs> right. No, seriously, like this is, this is the only thing you really need. Right. Yeah. Um, like just a basic, just a food scale. Personally, what I would say, anybody that's going to get into this, just as a little side tip here, get one where the pressure plate and the unit are separate, right. Where it's yeah. not just like for pressure. Cause that allows you, like it, it allows more accurate readings. Cause sometimes like if there's something slightly off on like the scales where it's just flat um, and it kind of balances on the table, like, those can sometimes give bad readings, but really like all you need is a, a food tracker, like uh, my fitness pal, though I will say uh, the, my fitness pal has been really, really letting me down the last couple. It's been, it's been taken over. Like I think it Dude, was, uh, it's was been... it Under Armour that bought it. Yeah, but they, it got way worse. Even Like it was okay when they first bought it, but I, I think that some, no, it's gone. I, I don't even use it anymore. And basically because I've been measuring my food for so long, I generally have a pretty good yeah. sense of what portions I should be using. They, here's the thing. I'm a man of, of simple, of repetitious <laughs> food. Um, yeah. So like I already have most of the stuff that I would normally eat, like logged in, but they've been, you know, uh, recently they've been really cutting down on some of the features that you don't. And, and the amount that you have to pay to get like the actual subscription is obscene. It's like, it's over a hundred dollars a year. It's, it's way too Are you too serious? Hard. 
it's re- like I looked into it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get a gold plan, you know. And I looked at, it, I'm like, that no, God, fuck, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no. And so, like for example, one of the things is all you have to do is like scan the barcode on your food, and you would automatically find it on yep. the phone. Not anymore. You got to pay for that. You have to search yeah. just through the bar. And so yeah, it's they've been trying to cut back on a lot of features, but again, you know, get a scale. Even my fitness pal, it's still doable. It's a little annoying, but honestly, like once you once you get into the the grind of it, you don't really need to worry about it. Like it's 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 less annoying. Um, and then get on a starting strength plan, and you'll be amazed at how quickly your body will change. Like yeah. one thing people talk about, like steroids. Um, mm. and, and the thing about steroids is that. They're basically like you're recapturing your early days at the gym, right? Like you you will see when you go on steroids. I've never been on steroids, but a number of friends who have, you know, if properly administered, you will see the returns that you saw at the beginning of your lift, right? Yeah. Or at the beginning of the time you started. So, you know, lifting overall, like it's, it's something very easy to get into. Uh, and, you know, I think we'll let Pete talk here because he's been kind of waiting in the queue. So <clears throat> I wanted to, I introduced myself as an amputee, which is alienating, not only yeah. I think for me, but for, so I was like trying to rehabilitate the uh, connection here with the Philadelphia. No so oh, yeah, no, no, I was, I was just, I was legitimately interested in how that impacts your, no, your workout. Yeah. I, so the two other things I had to say, there was a, do y'all know what a heterotrophic ossification is? Uh, Karthik. Rory and Q, do you know what a heterotrophic ossification is? No, man. I would be lying if I said I did. I'm just taking no. a guess off of the context cues here. Right. And I'm guessing uh, it's, it's, a, it's like a straight it's... man with a boner. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going in that direction, but yeah. So yeah, no. if, there's like, if you get a deep, if you have like a bone break, but there's also deep enough damage to the muscle <laughs> tissue, mm-hmm. uh, like the science isn't actually clear. It's like a question really like, uh, but the the osteoplast or whatever, like bone can form where your muscle is. So mm-hmm. I had a sec. They had to wait till the ossification was fully formed. I had a second surgery back in August, and physical therapy wrapped up like October fifteenth. They had to like take the bone out of the muscle. So that that gain that got like I can sit comfortably now. I can like I can complete like, but I can complete like a full squat or whatever. So, but anyways, my third thing I was a question again like. What is like a hell? What's like the most? If you could go to the gym any time of day, like what is the most normal time to go to the gym? That's my question. So, whatever time works for you, really. Like, whatever time works a, for you. I mean, yeah. here's I would say the, that here's there's a normal the, time. Yeah. There's there's no normal time. There are times when the gym is busy, and then there's times where it's dead, right? And and I personally prefer to go when it's dead. So, uh, you know, back when I was. Um, when I had an Equinox membership, which by the way, really overpriced membership. It was, it was covered by my firm, thankfully. So I didn't have to pay that much for it. The, per, the benefit of an Equinox membership is being an Equinox member. That's well, that's, here's the thing. I would, I would have loved that gym if the hours were better, which was the weird thing. It was like a professional gym in like lower Manhattan or in uh, midtown Manhattan. And it closed every day at 10. And I'm like, man, like, I don't even usually get out of work until like 930. Right. So I would have to literally go into work, go into Equinox at like 530 in the morning to get in a full two hour workout, just so I could be at my desk at like nine. 
and like yeah that's know, what i was gonna say like uh, i feel like workouts for me uh, i mean uh, as i said like i i started out as a runner uh it's like then early in the morning and that's also another reason why i feel like i sometimes like skip because like some days i might have an early start to the day and uh because i miss that sweet spot but i had to get up at a certain time in the day and if i miss that window then i can't like go at all so uh but early in the morning has been like my preferred time because yeah. you know you get it out of the system and also you get the endorphin rush uh for the yeah. rest of the day and uh you know you kind of cruise cruise on it I, i mean i'll say for myself like and you know we we've talked about this but you know i've been i've been sort of depression's been whooping my ass i'm going to be straight up yeah. like i've been you know at some some pretty low points yeah, and uh no and, and lately like i've had to like i've had to rip myself out of the bed um you know get up go do like the normal morning routine brush your teeth take your medications and whatever go walk my dog and then just like get out the door get in my car go to the gym like i i don't even use the home gym i yeah um i i go out to the gym cuz the thing is like when it's i don't know the home gym is great and it was especially great during covid but it's easy to just like be like ah you know what i can do it later i could do it later and put yeah. it off until you know what i mean but uh when you have to leave the house and go do it like you have to structure your activities around it it's great yeah. for just being able to get out of the house to go and do something like go exercise your legs or maybe feel and also to go encounter other people be able to talk to them you know what i mean yeah no like you, you know you got to get out you got to get in you know especially in a gym like you have to you know it, just the fact that you're leaving the house and like going and doing something is so yeah is so beneficial. Like, I mean, I, you know, when I'm like working at home and stuff, it's like, God, like sometimes you forget to leave and it's like, Oh, you've been in, inside all day and you feel like a goblin. Yeah. Right. And so you have to like yeah. get out and go. And I think that's the way for a lot of people. And the gym can be honestly a, a great way to do it. And so, you know, to answer that question, um, Pete, you know, what I would say is anytime you can go to the gym, I would go to the gym. Right. And, you know, and, and there are times when the gym is actually not that busy, right? Because look, here's the thing. Nobody likes a crowded gym. Crowded gyms suck. Uh, we're just getting over the season of crowded gyms. So we got 10, you know, we got 10 Ugh. months pretty much uh, of yeah. clear lack of, of people. <laughs> the, not lack of people at the gym, but like we got about 10 months of, of sustained, fairly quiet gym time. You know, it'll come and it'll go, but you know new is it, is, is it because of the new year new year's resolution people yeah i call them the oh, the wow. resolutionaries but yeah it's the people that come in uh because they you know they got a membership or somebody got a membership for them and they're just trying to get their money's worth there was also at my gym like a few uh, i'm guessing that they you know they were recording their workouts cuz they're fitness influencers or trying to be that you know can i but but now yeah. it's march march is like i think march is weeded out all of the uh, it's 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 weeded the weak ones out of the herd. Now the people that really yeah. weren't about that life, yeah, they're they're out now. Like today, yeah, for the I first just, time I went there, it was just people moving iron. There were I didn't have to wait more than one person for the squat rack. They said, "Hey, would you like to work in?" I was absolutely good with that. So it's back it's back to normal now. Yeah, and, and the one thing I will say, you know, prior prior to this indomitable discourse that I don't want to like go into into. I'm not going like, to get into deep. Into I will get into, it, but I will I say brought that... it up to say they're gone now. I've seen, like, at my gym, people have been filming for months. Like, people... Uh, sorry, can you... Is there something in the background there? Or like, all right, that's no, good. Um, I would say that people have been filming in the background of 
my gym for like months. And for the most part, it's not bad. Like um, the most, most of the time people do it. It's not because they're influencers. It's because they want to check their form it, it, in ways that like they can't do if they're like watching it in a mirror. Cause like, these are guys where it's like, these guys go to the gym a lot, right? They're, they're pretty buff. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they're not, they're I, maybe they're influencers, but I do not get influencer vibes from them. Like there's some guys that are at the gym. that are like really big that you're like, Oh, that guy could be an influencer. And then there's some guys who are at the gym where you're like, that guy's, that guy's here for the love of the game. man. He's not there for anything other than that. And those are the kind of people I see filming themselves the most. But again, it's not so much to put it on TikTok. It's so that they can, after they're set, they'll rewatch the oh, videos. Oh no, people! Yeah, I know that people will go back and, and check out their workouts, make sure that their their form was correct. Um, I mean, I was I don't know I, I I was uncomfortable with people bringing cameras into the gym, and they would do that do it for that reason, right? Uh, sometimes they would post stuff on like Facebook or whatever back when Facebook was the platform, and then it was Instagram, but. Uh, it's gone from that to like filming their workouts to post it online so that they can get followers. So I was a bit uncomfortable when people were just like doing it for the purpose of checking their form, but then also taking the stills and putting it on their Facebook accounts. Yeah, whatever. It was a, that was a thing. But then when it got really to like people posting like shit it, on TikTok, yeah. I did not like that. But I, I will and then say. then when it got to like posting yeah. other people other than themselves. Oh, God. Yeah. That was oh, yeah. when it was like, all right, now we're starting to get to now the we're, third level of like. Yeah, yeah. Now, we're, now we're just like the, the sort of the panopticon is starting to move into a place where. Yeah. It honestly, imagine, somebody, imagine somebody's in fucking witness protection, you know, and yeah. some like mid-ass five out of ten post your ass up on TikTok because you glance in their direction. Like. It's stuff like that where it's like, no, this is just like, you should not do it. Again, and and just to head this discourse off, my only opinion on this is that if somebody is like weirdly staring at you, talk to an employee. Yeah, talk exactly. To an employee. exactly. No, that's what they're yeah. there for. Like literally, and yeah. they, and, and all the people that are like, oh, well, I did. And they laughed in my face. No, they didn't. No, no, they, no didn't. they didn't. They're lying to you. They no, didn't. Because if, lying, you, if didn't. you said that to their head office, like if it was like, we have like our chain of gym up, gyms up here is good life. So if you went, if you like wrote a letter to Good Life Corporate and said, yeah, you know, somebody was uh, like creepily staring at me and I told the gym employees and they just laughed it off, they would get fired. They would, like, immediately. They would get fired. There, there would at least be like, they would check into it. No, they're. Uh, yeah. I mean, they would look into it. And if that's what happened, they, they would get fired. It's one of those things where it's like, it's the same thing with people saying like, oh yeah, I, I organize my community. I go out, I protest. It's like if everybody who said that online actually did it. Is actually doing it. Yeah. Or, or we would have, the, the world would look a lot different. So something tells yeah. me that in between then and now, like, yeah. And, and it very rarely happens. Right. So, and, and the other thing is people will say like, oh my God, I'm, I'm Jesus, I'm, I need to stop myself here. But people will also say like, well, you know. It, you know, yes, this is this is being tainted by all these insane people filming like very innocuous behavior, and it's like, well, then in that case, like, it's a bit like ghosts, where it's like, you know, they've never everybody seems to have like these horror stories about creepy guys at dims. It never gets yeah. caught on camera. It's like, and you didn't think to, you didn't catch. Well, I mean, it on there camera. have there have been a couple caught on camera recently, but I know what you mean. There was like, there's like, yeah. there's a glut of people just being fucking weird. In comparison to, yeah, people yeah. are actually being creepy at the gym. Yeah, it, it's like two, and and that's another case. The other thing is, it's like, would you want like the gym to see that and then talk to him? Like, you know, if this is an issue for you, 
talk to the gym because they're the ones that can actually solve the issue. Like they can either kick that guy out of the gym, which they'll sometimes do. And the other thing is normalizing talking to people at the gym or talking to like the employees at the gym is important because then like, look, if, if, if people get more accustomed to just saying, Hey, this guy's being creepy. Like, yeah, maybe one person complaining is one thing, but if you have like three or four people complaining, they'll pull down <laughs> in a second, in yep. a second. Yeah. It, it but, but I got a question. So, uh, for me, like the entirety of uh, the gym or any kind of physical activity uh, experience, like working out, <clears> aside from playing a sport where you're uh, consciously engaged, but like the, the gym working out, lifting, uh, as well as like running, whatever be the workout, uh, it's such an internal space that like I'm barely out of my own thoughts. I'm like constantly and I'm, I'm listening to something usually, which I like, I'd love, I'd love to get into uh, your playlist and stuff like that later if you'd like. Uh, but like, I'm oh, I, just, I play, I play the most negative rap music. I play, <laughs> I play murder music. If it's I not negative, weird. I can't listen to it at the gym. I play very weird music. I'm not, <laughs> this is, yeah. th- that is like one thing. I'm a very open person except about my music. Yeah, no, I need, I need to hear about like cocaine being cooked up and I need to hear about like, like, like body counts. I got I got to hear about like people just getting shredded by machine gun fire. I don't, if I can't hear that at the gym, don't worry about it. Very dramatic. I want. I want to ask about like, but it's such an internal space, right? It's almost like a meditative experience because you're you're kind of like you're focused on your breath. You're focused on your like, uh, your literally every inch of what's going on with your body. Uh, So I'm just like so baffled by how much people seem to be hyper conscious of their surroundings, especially at the gym. And this is this is why, in particular, I didn't like the gym staring discourse. Is like. Here's the thing about gyms, if you've ever been 808 and heartbreak, hell yeah. Uh, Here's the thing about gyms, right? They're full of mirrors, and sometimes you don't realize you're staring at someone. Like, like legitimately, you're, like, looking at something else, or you're just zoning out, and you realize that, like... You're in between sets, you've got, like, 60 to 180 seconds. You're staring at something in front of you, and then you realize there's a mirror behind you, and there's somebody reflected in that mirror that's on your, like, like, oh, shit, man, I'm so... Like, you're like, fuck. I hope, she, I hope she didn't think I was Oh, no. I like, if if, uh, if, if if that happens, you know, and then I lock eyes with somebody, I will literally just, you know, just salute. What's up? And generally, like, they yeah. get the, oh, yeah, he wasn't looking at me. He was just chilling. Yeah. No, it's, it's again, and that's why, like, so many of those videos were so much like, are you sure that guy just isn't, like, either staring at something else or is just, like, zoning out? Because, like, they're not, they're, like, they're not, like, staring at you, like, oh, I'm going to, it's like no it's like there's just like kind of blankly staring and it's like that kind of seems like he's just sort of zoning out sometimes it happens like you know when i when i lift super heavy like i'll just for a minute i'll just be kind of like because the blood rushes Mm -hmm. out of your head especially if you're doing like bike day stuff where you're just like kind of like like, whoa i'm a little lightheaded i'm just going to kind of stand there for a minute um exactly and and for the big thing for me honestly though is it's it's an approachability thing right like you know, like, like already people are very self-conscious. Like, I mean, I, I joke about, like, oh, if you're in witness protection or something and like somebody catches you, but like, that's the biggest concern is that like somebody who, who wouldn't ordinarily feel or who feels uncomfortable at the gym now might feel more uncomfortable at the gym. Like if they know that people are like filming them and if they stare in the wrong direction and they're going to get on, like, it's already so much of like a hurdle to get people into the gym and to put themselves out there like that, that 
adding any more filming to it is is just it, it it's adding on to an additional layer of things, right? You know, so for me personally, I think that that was the thing that kind of drove me the most nuts about it was that like it's like no, like this is a place where people go to like work out and you're and by filming in it, you're sort of making that harder for them. Which is the whole point of the yeah. gym, right? You know, you're here to you're here to work out. Yeah, and also I definitely want to get into the meditative aspect because like if you're if you're kind of like processing so many things like while you're working out, yeah, it's not just like you're mindlessly, you know, just pumping iron. Like you're also equally in your thoughts and thinking about stuff and like a lot of things get processed, like a lot of things fall in place. Uh, you're having like epiphanies and stuff, at least like I have epiphanies and stuff when I'm like working out. Uh, and at that moment, I'm just like fascinated with the fact that you know, when you're in such a space, uh, even the idea of taking out your phone and filming for yourself is like kind of kind of wild. Uh, so even the idea of filming other people for, I'm, I'm actually essentially baffled by even content creators who film at the gym. I'm just like, it, it seems it's all, it's almost like, yeah, you know, in, on, on the one hand, if you're filming for your own form, sure, you know, like I've, I've seen, and I've played sports, so I see, I understand what it's like to, have to like check yourself and whatnot, but uh, filming so that you can catch somebody else uh, with some kind of like nefarious intent, etc. It's just like crazy to me because well, it's almost like you might as well film a meditation session. Yeah, and people just like I mean, oh, I mean, people do film meditation sessions, right? But <laughs> with your yeah, eyes but, closed and <laughs> yeah, no, but like I mean, you know, look, everybody's everybody's trying to produce content and sometimes look like if you're, if you're about to go like, you know, 500 pounds on squat for the first time and you want to post it online, like it's, it's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not as pushy as some people, but like when it, when it gets to the point that we're like blowing each other out over stuff at the gym, like innocuous well, stuff, I mean, it's like, you've yeah. lost, you've lost the privileges, right? You've lost, you've lost the having fun at the, you've lost the filming at the gym. privileges. You've blown it. Right. And, and so I think that, you know, I don't know, like I have, I have friends that used to, to like post occasionally on their, their like Instagram and stuff, but it was, it was for milestone moments, right? Like, you know, I'm really going to hit it at the gym. Like today, like this is, I've been working out, I've been working up to like, you know, 600 pounds or I'm working up to 500 on squat and this is going to be the day I'm going to do it. Um, you know, and they'll, they'll post like all the times they failed doing it. And then at the end, they'll post themselves like actually doing the full, the full one rap. But yeah, you know, it's like I said, it's very, it's very touch and go. Right. It, it, and you know, it is, I feel like it has to be a privilege. And if you're going to, if you're going to blow other people out at the gym for kind of nothing, because again, like these, the vast majority of these were not, uh, they were like either very innocuous or like things where it's like, if I saw some, if somebody came up to me and said, look, look at that guy creeping on me and was to show me the guy, I'd be like, are you like, okay? Like, he's just, he's just staring, like, calm down. You're not that cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain mm-hmm. element of narcissism there to it as well. Like, oh, look, look at me. Just this guy is just, look, I mean, I'm looking so great at the gym. Like everybody's looking. It's like, no, it's not. You're, not, yeah. you're not looking that great. Let's be honest. But but I, I think that that's part of it is, especially once you get into the gym more and more, like, and you stop, you don't treat it as much as a meditative experience, but more as like a goal to achieve, right? Mm-hmm. 
and that does happen over time, right? You start off and it's just like, I'm just here trying to get here, you know, six days a week, five days a week, three days a week, whatever. But then, you know, once you really get into it, you start seeing like, you know, a guy who can squat three plates and you're like, damn, I, I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Plates. I want to be able to do that. And so you start and now all of a sudden it's like, it's like you're running a marathon or something. And you know, you know who it was for yourself. me? Like, I know that uh, a lot of fitness people, especially if you're on the internet back in like the, back in the 2000s, yeah, it, for a lot of people, it was Z's. Um, yeah, I, I, you, you know who Z's is, Rory. I'm not sure if you've heard of Z's. Oh yeah, uh, Karthik. But Z's Karthik, was basically just like this. No, I haven't he was a dude in the bodybuilding.com forums that was just having fun with it. You know, like his whole thing was developing an aesthetic body, right? So he would like he, it was army. He was the original army. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. He would he he like uh, he worked himself into yeah. that like Frank Zane aesthetic perfection. Like he could do like the vacuum pose, you know, where like your midsection is almost like sucked into your spine, but you still see the abs, you know, like his, he was like ripped as hell. Um, so a lot of people liked Scooby. I was a big fan of Scooby, but also I'm not sure if you, uh, I love Scooby. Scooby was such a, he was such a good dude. Um, it's, I don't know why I'd say was, I mean, he's it was in the sense that like he stopped, sight. he stopped posting because yeah. people ran him off the internet, but, uh, then there was also, that was, yeah, that was back. What was, what did they run him off? I don't for? know. Just, just being, like being friends like... or some shit. I don't, I don't even know. And being gay, Probably I think that was the other. Too, there was yeah. that was back in that was the old days of the internet. He was one of the first people that got ran off back when like the internet was really yeah popular. yeah. And uh, I don't know if you heard yeah. of CT Fletcher. Oh, no, go and look up CT Fletcher's YouTube page. The dude is so fucking awesome. Like he was just a okay. he was a monster. He they called him. Oh, okay, no, I, I know. Yeah, they I called know, him the Superman yeah. of Compton because the guy was just just built like a fucking shit house and. He he was super inspiring to a lot of like young people. Um, he, you know, he would say, "You talk about like, yeah, they tell me that I can't work arms more than two days a week. I work arms every fucking day." And when uh, he he would post these um these videos for inspiration, but it wasn't just like inspiration. He was telling, he was yelling at you, "Motherfucker, it's still your set." Like the dude was just so <laughs> high intensity and so high energy that so like a lot of people I remember around like 2014, 15, really got picked up by, um, picked up by his energy, you know, and he, he ended up, uh, yeah. he ended up having a really catastrophic injury and he also had a major heart condition. Um, and he, like, he went from just being a dude that could bench press 700 pounds, like just easy to not being able to complete a single push up, And he, like, he, he broke down telling this story to an audience, like, he had to get his young son to help him complete a push-up after he had his uh, his, his his catastrophic heart failure. Um, like he had like a widow make he had a mm -hmm. widowmaker heart attack, and uh, yeah, he worked his way through it and got healthy again. And that's that's like his source of inspiration for people. So people like that, like yeah. it, it's those gym personalities that I really latch onto. And like the negative shit that I see happen yeah, now. Now, now yeah. here's the thing: the the real the real king was fucking Rich Piana. There was a man. <laughs> Rich, oh my yeah. god, dude, he was. Rich Piana really showed just like the the extre how extreme you could get into bodybuilding, like because he was because on the one hand he was like a, a deeply inspiring person, he was a deeply weird person, and I I will say was because he is unfortunately no longer with us, but um, he was the guy that came up with the uh, all day arm arm day. No, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that was it. Him. Was an arm? It was an arm. It was an arm workout where he would get lunch. <laughs> And then go back to the gym to finish yeah. the workout. It was like eight hours. It was 
it was extreme. My buddy and I did it once and we're like, no. Shit like that. No. Shit like that. Like that just, that really inspires me. And I don't know, like the way that everything has been like, like thrown into this stew of toxicity or whatever you want to call it. I feel like this is the one where we're, I think we can salvage this one. I think like, yeah. like the, the gym, it, it equalizes everybody. And just like you were saying before, the one thing that makes a lot of personal goals difficult to reach is that you're, you're not ever really clear what your key performance indicators are. So some people will do stuff like exactly. NaNoWriMo, for example, for creative writers, where they want to write 10,000 words in a month. You know, they basically complete a novella over the mm-hmm. course of, sorry, was it 10,000 or was it 40,000? I don't remember. But anyway, um, but yeah, they, they complete like basically a short novella over the course of a month. Uh, or there's like, uh, you know, a couch to 5k, which is, I mean, it's good. It's, I think a little bit, That's yeah, I think it's a bit better than NaNoWriMo. But the thing is like the, with the couch to 5k, it does require planning and a bit of community support because a lot of people get super intimidated by jogging. Um, when it comes to like going into the gym though, there are just like so many different like techniques and so many different programs. It used to be back before bodybuilding.com was just like a money vacuum that you could just like go on there and pro bodybuilders and amateur bodybuilders would like put out like their routine or like create a routine. You could even go into the forums and talk to people. And that's actually where I got starting strength from bodybuilding and uh, Reddit fitness. And once you're in there, if you, if you pick like a basic program, like starting strength or even like dog crap or some of these other ones, it's literally called dog crap. I'm not sure why they came up with that name, but it's a, it's a good program. Um, you can start with like the most basic workouts, squat, deadlift, bench press, chin up, overhead shoulder press. If you want to get froggy with it, throw snatches in there too. And you can start from just the bar. And the whole purpose is not to be like the strongest person in the gym. The entire purpose is just to to have steady progression. Start with the bar, move on to like the five pound weight. And that's it. That's all you're doing for that day. Five reps times three sets. And then the next time that you go back and do the same exercise, you're not throwing in, you know, another 20 or 30 plates because you're not impressing anybody. The whole purpose is to increase your weights by 2.5 pounds on each side. So you're only using those little dinky 2.5 pound plates. And that is your progression each time that you go back to the gym. That's it. Like using that starting strength program, any I'm talking about anybody can go into the gym and actually feel accomplished by the fact that you're adding two and a half pounds either every time that you do the same exercise or even once a week. Yeah, and, 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 and nobody's nobody's are judging you except for you. Yeah, and you, you're accountable to yourself and you're accountable to yourself in a way that, you know, it, it, you, that you can measure. It's like people will say, like, oh, my hobby is like, or they say, like, I'm really into reading. Yeah. And it's like, unless you hold yourself to, like, I'm finishing a book a week. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, th- there's no real way to measure how well you're sticking to that, right? Whereas at the gym, it's like, no, there's a metric. It's like, are you improving? Are you going into the gym every day? Is your strength improving? Are you you switching this up? Um, you know, you can start weighing yourself. I mean, I weigh myself every morning, right? I, I weigh myself, I take a track of it, and I put it yeah. down. Like, you know, and, and in a lot of ways, that's actually very... Like people say, that's like you know, oh, that's that's you know, you shouldn't weigh yourself that often. No, 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 it's it's, it's a good it's good to weigh yourself. To weigh yourself. If you have like body you know, dysmorphia or some shit, or you have like you know some uh, some predilection yeah, towards like, eating okay, disorders, maybe. But I think most people should be able to weigh themselves. Yeah, most people can be able to weigh, and, and people say things like, 
And, and this, I think, is one thing I do want to touch on here is that the, is that surrounding the gym and especially surrounding like sports fitness, there are so many misconceptions, yeah. so many misconceptions, and everybody has a goddamn opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you'll you'll hear people they'll talk and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, measuring your food." It is an eating disorder. Yeah, I've heard that one. No, it's not. And measuring your food is disordered eating. No, it's Fuck not. off. It is absolutely not. No, it's not. It, it's no, it's not. You live in a calorie environment. rich environment. Yep. If you are not eating measuring the your way food, the average American eats is disordered food, eating. You that is disordered eating. And they'll be like, well, our ancestors never never, you know, tracked their calories. And it's like, well, they also never brushed their teeth, but you're not coming out. I don't hear you coming out here, like getting mad at me for brushing right. my like teeth. Like, you know, right? our, our old ancestors before, you know, before settling down due to like agricultural reasons. I mean, they wipe their asses with leaves. You know, should we go back to that? Yeah. Well, but also the ancestors didn't eat at McDonald's. So no, and exactly. that's the other like, thing too. If they ever had to wipe them at all, because I mean, first of all, you were only eating if you could catch something. Uh, and, I mean, have you ever seen the way that like uh, deer or like rabbits or moose, like wild that like wild game when they shit? You ever notice that it's just like it's it's hard compact pellets? Yeah, because you're eating opportunistically. You know what I mean? Like there's just a lot that we do now that our ancestors were not able to do. And when you live in such a calorie rich environment, and also we also live in a bit of a nutritional deficit. So even though we're able to take in a lot of calories, our nutrition is absolute garbage, right? Yeah, and, and you know. It, and a lot of it, like, you know, when I, for example, the one thing I eat a lot of on a day-to-day basis is oatmeal, yeah. right? Really, it's cheap. Steel cut oats? I can mix in some protein Amazing. powder. Yeah, and it, it's cheap. It, you know, you can, like, work it into anything. It's very filling, and it's it's a complex carb, right? And, you know, and and so, and it's also very easy to track and measure. And, and, and so much of our diet, right? And, and this is the big thing, is that the one... Outside of just like, you know, obviously people are like getting up in each other's business now more than ever. I mean, we're always in each other's business. We are. There's, there, we're always in each other's business and there's there's nothing you need to do, right? Uh, and there's nothing like, you know, there's nothing left to do. So we'll just like get on each other's shit, mm-hmm. right? But the, the thing I would say that actually kind of destroyed the fitness world more than anything else is the rise of influencers. Um, like and and that are trying to sell you weight plans, right? Or t- trying to sell you diets, trying to sell you lifestyles. Like the big thing now is like seed oils, right? What? Okay. Like, Why is everybody in, like, talking about seed oils now? And in, in a way that I, I don't think th- I've ever heard somebody like I've never heard people talk about food this way. They talk about seed oils as if like yeah, I- e- like eating foods that are uh, that have seed oils in them will like destroy your mind. So, uh, first of all, like all seed oils, like every oil from every seed is supposed to be a problem. I'm I'm just curious. Well, it's kind of, it's sort of weird because like there, there seems to be okay with olive or like or avocado oil, which is also technically a seed oil. I mean, it's from a seed. Um, no, I mean, the thing about seed oils is that like, look, and here's the reality of the seed oil stuff. You can lose weight if you cut seed oils out. Assuming, assuming, right, that you ate a lot of seed oil rich food, which in the defense of the seed oil people is a lot of American food, right? Corn oil, um, you know, there's a lot of like sunflower seed oil. A lot of those oils are in our food. So, safola oil, I guess, yeah. would be. 
they're like a lot of American food is, is really rich in seed oils. So when you cut those out, you're automatically cutting out a whole lot of really, really like cheap and, and very empty calories, right? You know, you're cutting out a lot of chips, you're cutting out a lot of, um, cutting out a lot of chips, a lot of processed food, that sort of thing. But it's not as much cause you're, you're you've switched out your normal oils for like seed oils. It's more that you're just now, like, instead of being able to just grab a bag of chips, now you have to like fry up potatoes in duck fat, which is going to take a lot of time. You're not going to do that. You know, instead of being able to like go to McDonald's and get like a super extra large fry, you're going to have to like fry, you're going to have to either go to a restaurant that fries their stuff in like duck fat oil, which, you know, it's going to be expensive, or you're just going to have to do it yourself. So you're going to limit how much food you're going to eat, right? The same thing with like keto. It's not so much that like, and maybe, you know, obviously there's some people that do it really, really efficiently and get into like actual ketosis. But the main reason why people lose weight on keto is because they're eating nothing but like chicken breasts and lean steak all right. the time, which is A, super expensive. And B, like, man, it is just like, you're just full. Like you can't, you can't really Yeah, eat when that you have much that much fat so, and like, protein, it does like, inc- like increase your sense of being satiated quickly. Yeah. And those, and that's the reality of it, right? Like the reality is, you know, I, I hate to say like calories and calories out, but that is the well, truth, it's, right? it, it, like, it's, just, it's the same you, as anything, same as like data processing, same as anything, garbage in, garbage out. Like what you put in is what you get out. Garbage yeah. in, garbage out. And not even what do you, garbage what do you use? Sorry? What do you mean? What, what, what do you use if not seed oil? Like for, uh, for your butter? Yeah, butter I, I use butter. I'll so air fry my Animal fat, yeah. lard. Lard, uh, is another I use thing. an air fryer a lot of the time. Um, like I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not exactly. picky. Like, I don't have to have my steaks. Like, well, I was gonna say with like shrimp scampi. Also, I eat seed oils. I'm not a seed. I'm not a seed oil. No, I'm not. I'm so not. I'm not I don't really is... give a shit about. Like, no. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm. I don't have enough. I just don't have enough space in my brain to suddenly care about this new thing. Also, here's 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 a here's a hot tip. Uh, most olive oil is seed oil. It's most of it is cut in Italy by the mafia with like canola oil. That's not surprising at all. I'm not. No, that's not surprising. No, I've just never really the vast majority of what we. Yeah. The vast majority of what we consider olive oil to be. So we're getting we're getting stepped on olive oil. That's hilarious. No, we really no, we literally are like unless unless it's out of like a very specific manufacturer. um, Olive oil is uh, Brady Cow. Uh, the weight loss option is no one wants to talk about is fasting. No, I, I fast once a week. Yeah. I actually, I, I, the longest I've done I've... intermittent fasting since before intermittent fasting was cool. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I started with intermittent fasting, I think probably like 2000, 2012, 2012, I'll say. And uh, it was, yeah. it made a huge, especially because I was also doing, um, that's when I was like getting into Muay Thai. And you know that when you start like a new sort of, workout program, like you'll see results very, very quickly before you start to plateau. And the amount of fat that dropped off me, just the combination of doing intermittent fasting plus the Muay Thai, it was like amazing. Yeah. And then there's also like no, uh, I, the I fact that I'm Muslim now, so yeah. uh, Ramadan's coming up, so I'll have to be fasting before sundown anyway. No, I mean, technically like, uh, like because it's Lent, I, I don't, I mean, you're like, you can either just not eat meat or 
you just fast generally on Fridays. So I, I used to just fast on Fridays. So that would bring it up to two days of fasting a week and yeah, you lose weight pretty quickly that way. But no, fasting is a great way of, of doing it. I think it's, it's much easier than people make it out to be. I think especially online, like there's this sense, it's like, oh, you're not eating every day. That's like, you know, you're going to crash your metabolism. Which that not, shit is not facing anything. Not yeah. That's not how it works. Not, not, not how it works, lady. That's not how Oh, by the way, intermittent fasting, by the way, is not just like skipping breakfast. It's it's uh, reducing your feeding window to eight hours of the day. So if you start, yeah. your, if your first meal comes at noon, then the last time that you're eating for the day is like 8 p.m. Like that's when you're finishing your last meal. So it's reducing reducing your window yeah. to uh, one third of the day. All of like what's supposed to happen is that another day, another third of the day you spend sleeping. And then the remaining third of the day, that's whatever kind of activities you're doing. I, I tend to prefer working out fasted. So what I would do is uh, I would wake up in the morning, I would drink black coffee um, and then have uh, uh, a big um, workout uh, workout cup of water mixed with branch chain amino acids. And you can either get like the, the gross BCAAs that, uh, you know, they taste pretty bitter or there's like some flavored branch chain amino acid uh, drinks as well. But either way, just like, you know, chug that down. Here's, here's what I, here's what I do. Order noon. a bunch of the order a bunch of empty capsules and then just fill them up with uh, BCAA. Yeah. So just make yeah, it fair run. enough. Um, yeah, that like that's honestly a lot easier. I mean, so for example, one the one supplement, and I think there's really so for anybody that's getting into lifting, there's really only three supplements. There's a little bit of BCAAs that they're fine. The big two, honestly, though, are, are protein supplements and creatine. Everything else is kind of like either it's illegal. Or it's of questionable importance, right? How much, you know, because people get into like taurine, people get into like carnitine. Like they yeah, get yeah, all carnitine really, and all really these like esoteric uh, supplements. And it's like, you don't need all that. You really don't. You don't need it. What you need is Jack Reedy. <laughs> God, dude. Okay, Q, were you, were you around? Were you lifting when Jacked was a thing? The original, original Jack before they took uh, ephedrine off the market. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. Do you want to? Do you want to hear a hot tip? I don't know if this is okay to say, but you can still buy ephedrine. Oh. Okay, we're not going to say where though. You can make it your. No, you can just okay. Google it. Yeah, you can still yeah. buy it. It's just on the. Yeah, but no, but they not, had. They it's had not it illegal to purchase it. Oh yeah, up and up until up until this this goddamn. <laughs> This, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to get sexist here. <laughs> this, this female Marine decided to take 27 scoops what? of, Is that of why? Jack before she ran. Um, yes, she ran a marathon and she took like an entire thing and just drank it. Like an entire thing and had a heart attack. Oh, that sounds like it's a like, skill issue to me. Like an ar- I would simply metabolize it. It's like an arrhythmia. She had like an arrhythmia. I would simply yeah, metabolize like, it. Like, and she, <laughs> and for most people, it wouldn't. It was just she had like a pre-existing heart condition and was running a marathon at yeah. the same time. And the FDA was like, "Well, yeah, time to go. We can't be having yeah. this. It's time." You know, this that was the moment that Obama really turned to the. <laughs> that, was, that was the beginning of soy yeah. America. Was when they banned. Hey, yeah, can um, you guys get into uh, she just what? Hit the what you would actually uh, take? Because like that's something that I've been thinking about. I've never done that. I've never actually taken like protein supplements, like whether it's a protein okay, so, shake or 
There's uh, so so walk okay. me through like the basics of it. Where do I get started? So I'll walk you through the basics of, of protein, right? So there's two types of whey protein. Um, there's whey protein isolate and whey protein uh, concentrate. Concentrate. There's also the uh, whey gainer, uh, but stay away yeah. from that. Uh, mass gainer, if, if you're, if you're like really, don't do that initially, but if you're like really into lifting and you don't have a lot of time to eat huge amounts of calories, mass gainer can be nice, right? It's also econ economic too. Um, so basically the isolate you want to take right after you work out, or maybe it's, hold on, Q, uh, keep talking. I want to figure out, I want to make sure I'm giving right advice here. Okay, so yeah, there's a so Rory is right in that there's a, the whey protein isolate. Generally, you don't have to no. like you don't have to take the isolate. It's expensive, and unless you're like preparing for a contest or something, and you want to make sure that you're like not yeah you're yeah. not you're not going over your recommended amounts that your trainer is prescribing to you. Just the regular weight powder is fine. I used to use Optimum Nutrition a lot back, but that was back when they were like a new competitor into the market, and they were relatively cheap. And now they're just the most expensive supplement out there. So, yeah, you guys are getting screwed up. Oh, we're getting holes so fucking bad. Dude, I don't know what it is. Like, and, I, and I don't like buying like, the containers cause like, either because you buy the containers and you run out in like a week or two. So I'll just buy the big bags, right? Like the the big like two to five. Yeah, that's bags. the way you go. Do it. Yeah. So and the thing is, like, I, all I do is I look at like what is the uh, the amount of protein in here? Where does the protein come from? Is it like whey protein? There's also like meat protein, but generally whey whey protein is what. Uh, uh, most of the supplements yeah. are made of, and then what is the uh, the carbohydrate amount? If it's a relatively low amount, then I'm like, ah, whatever the fuck, I'm fine. I don't really, I don't really care. Um, creatine, I will take. I don't think it's absolutely necessary, but uh, if not initially, no, if no, you have but, the budget for um, it, it can help. It's cheap. It's. it's I mean, well, cheap. after you've bought the whey protein, that's what I'm saying. Um, well, it's twenty. Like creatine for like a kilogram is like twenty bucks. Uh, there's also I, I take yeah, omega three fish oil yeah. tablets. There's also like so I could, you can take the tablets or you can take omega three six nine, um, in like a in liquid form. Damn, you're fine. Was that? Damn, you're fine. <laughs> no, like if uh, so it's it's fish oil or oil that comes from uh plants that uh you know that you can extract omega fatty acids from them. I used to use Udo's oil. I found that to be fairly well balanced, but now I'll just like buy a big stack of fish oil. I feel like you're getting way into the oil here, man. There's a lot oil of oil talk. You, um, <laughs> they are good for well, you. Well, especially though. because like, uh, my fam like my family has a history of heart conditions, so I always try to do what I can to take care of my heart. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, the only thing that I might recommend past the, you know, the protein powder, the uh, creatine, and the omega oils is athletic greens. Um, if your diet is not mm. that varied, and most people's aren't, the athletic greens will give you like the micronutrients that you're generally missing. What are athletic greens? It's like powdered greens. Like basically like it's like spinach and kale and all kinds of stuff that they uh, yeah, they freeze dry it and then they vaporize okay. it into powder form. You just mix it into your protein shake or whatever. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. No, that's that's you know, that's so for me, and here's my take on this. So when you get into taking whey protein, so I think it was, was it Nick Nicky that was talking about um, one gram per pound body weight? Basically, when you're bodybuilding, you want to get between 0.7 and one gram per pound body weight. So just take your, your weight, either one gram per every pound that you weigh or 70% of your weight, right? In between there is fine. Any less than that, probably not going to get as much muscle building. Any more than that, you're just putting a lot of stress on your mm -hmm. kidneys for no real reason. 
I and a lot of beginner lifters make that mistake. When I did it, I would eat like three hundred. Oh, I would like not only the protein powder in milk, but I would also put in like cottage cheese oh, yeah. and peanut butter. I would literally eat a dozen eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would wait. You cannot wow. do that in Biden's America. Right <laughs> to say you can do it in, in base in Modi's so India. But you can't do it in Biden's America. Or oh, dude, Canada. I did it in like yeah. Um, yeah, I was eating like 150% of my body. It was not worth it, right? So between all it seven, does is make you shit a lot. It shit you shit a lot when you when you, you, know, when you, you sweat when a lot, and like then that, yeah. and it's stressful on your kidneys too. That's the other thing, like because it has to process all that yeah. protein. Um, so usually, what I do is I I, I take two scoops, um, usually protein serving, but one to two scoops. I like to do it about an hour before I work out. I take a scoop, uh, and then immediately after working yeah. out, I take two, right? Um, and so that's with you protein take, powder. You, you take them before and after. Is that yeah. something that's required? It's not required. Okay. Usually, it, the best time to take it is after for recovery, right? Because basically when you work out, right, what happens is you get these micro lesions on your muscles, like little tears. Uh, and when your body repairs that, it it increases the size, yeah. right? That's why you get kind of bigger at the more right, you work yeah. out. Right. So the take it right after that, because that's the point when your body is most recovering, which is why sleep is important. Um, that's the, and why sleep is very important. That's yeah. the other thing. Uh, taking it in that period is the best time. It's like the best window is between one and two hours after your workout. They say is the best time to take protein powder. Um, I like to do it before just so I can like um, just get a little energy more, through um, the workout. Yeah. Powder energy yeah. at the gym yeah and, and it's good to have like a slow oh here's it's not isolate it's a whey protein con concentrate and casein protein oh the casein protein the casein isn't casein, casein sort of like the leftover because the thing is if you're putting casein into the the whey protein you're basically it's slower digesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, so but the casein that's what i usually take the, well yeah. the, here's the thing there's the there's a casein protein which as you're right is slower digesting but once you add casein protein to the concentrate You've basically defeated the purpose. It just becomes just regular. It becomes. Whey I, I don't. Again. No, I, I. I take. Well, that's the thing. I take it okay. before. I, I take casein protein before and then whey concentrate. Okay. Okay. Right. This is very technical. You don't. You don't yeah, really we don't have to get into all this. Going. Now you just get, like you've got you've we're got two gym bros doing what we always do, which as is getting really creatine, pedantic with each other. Yeah. yeah. For creatine, um, you usually you take it. You take it in cycles. So you take it, I usually take between five and 10 grams a day, um, every day. Uh, the way I do it, just because I'm cheap and I don't want to spend a lot of money on like you know, really nice creatine drinks. And also creatine is really gross. Yeah. Like it's very, it's very gritty. Good. It, it yeah. makes your... Like, I just, I just I, like, yeah, mix it into like, like if I have like a bottle of Gatorade or something like that, I'll just you mix know, it into that. You know it. what I do? I take the scoop, pop it in my mouth, drink yeah. a cup of coffee. Yeah, cup. gone. Don't even bother because the minute you mix it into stuff, it just it doesn't re, like dissolve very well. So it's just gritty Fair at enough, the bottom. Yeah. It looks it looks like you have sand in your drink. It's really nasty. I don't really so I usually every day you take between five and ten grams of that, and then once a month usually I cycle off for about two weeks. The cycling is important because there will you will have diminishing returns and you need to reset right, and that's about it. In terms of supplements, you can do like the the athletic greens too that you just add in to your protein. Powder. I generally recommend uh, athletic greens anyway because, like I said, like it's micronutrients that a lot of people miss. It's out. very healthy. Yeah. yeah, like even if you're not working out, even it's if you're good. not 
taking all these supplements, I still recommend taking the athletic greens anyway. There's just health benefits to it that mm -hmm. not having it, even if you're not working out. Yeah. yeah. I, you don't need the supplements if you're not working out, but the athletic greens, I still would say just buy those if anything. I would say, yeah, just buy those. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's about it, honestly. Like now, once you get really into it, you could really start to, to, you can run right up. You can get to like L carnitine. I think that's you only, if you're, if you're not training for like a competition, there's got no it. point almost. If you are at the stage where you are just starting to work out, you don't need to know yeah. any of that, right? Because here's the thing. The first couple months you work out are going to be explosive. Like you are going to gain a huge amount of mass very quickly. You're going to put on a lot of strength very quickly. And then you're going to plateau, right? And everybody does. I do, right? For me going from, you know, it took me like when I was getting back into the gym after having like really bad COVID, uh, you know, I was basically out of the gym for six months, right? And I lost a lot mm. of strength. Uh, and also before that, I was worked from home and I couldn't work out. Um, so I, I had not been in the gym for about a year and a half at that stage. Um, and I went from 145 up to 220 or 255 on bench within like a yeah. month. And since then, I've been slow. I've barely gotten to 315 since, right? It plateaus very right. quickly. So, and usually what right. you do then is you, you back off for a bit. So what I'll do is I'll take probably about three to four days off from the gym. I'll also cut back on, so I'll, I'll fast. I'll cut back on calories. I'll keep the nutrition up, but I'll, I'll, I won't eat as much. And then I'll go back into the gym after like a week or so. And there's this uh, process, which normally people will do this after they finish a competition. It's called refeeding. So like during the competition phase, they're cutting calories they're cutting water they're basically cutting a lot of shit out and then after the competition is over they do what's called refeeding which is like to get all of the necessary yeah. and like water nutrition and so on back into your body i kind of do the same thing where it comes to like trying to get past the plateau back off from it for a bit and then just dump a whole bunch of protein and carbs into my body go back into the gym again and it's just like it's explosive i'll just like blow past that plateau yeah, yeah. I also, you know, the, the one thing about going to the gym and about bodybuilding in particular is the last socially acceptable place to be a black man. <laughs> if you're doing bodybuilding. What? It's actually true. Right? Like, Where they, did they, that they, come from? I, I just, I don't know. That, okay. that caught, I, I made that joke a while ago and I was like, yeah, it's time to pull that one out of <laughs> Yeah. Although it, it's actually re the reverse of blackface because they don't usually put the, like, tanning oil on their face. So it's like... Oh no! They no Black no, no. They, they, no the bodybuilders. They do that. put the tanning oil. They put the the bronzer and all that shit on their face. Some don't. Like I have noticed that. Like sometimes they won't do it because, like, I mean, it, it looks weird. Like especially if it's a super dark bronzer. Like you look at them and you're like, you look like one of those like weird like it's it's like that subculture in Japan. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, um, Gyau, Gyaru subculture. Yeah, you look. Yeah, it's it, you look weird. So what they'll do is they'll like they'll cover all of themselves because obviously like your face doesn't really matter for the bodybuilding. Yeah. They'll cover themselves with that bronzer, but leave their face. So yeah, it's like reverse black too. Oh yeah, they they tan a lot too, or they they cover themselves yeah. with bronzer. Because like I mean, a lot of the time, comes around, everybody's the same color. Like you're either like you're either oh, yeah. Heath's color or darker. Yeah, and and that's because that that will show up like more. You'll you get see more like yeah, definition, the definition, the vascularity, the muscles yeah. a lot more. Yeah, 
Absolutely, which is why I, I, it would be I would be great. Just there's like one there's like one French Canadian lifter that's just like in addition to the bronzer is just also in blackface. Like he shows up white. That's the one part of his face that he covers in bronzer. Mm. It's just his face. That's a good bit. Uh, don't ever do that. But um, God, why am I talking about <laughs> that? Was a that was a real diversion. <laughs> uh, you started it by talking about the sorry. blackface, but uh, I, I, like I'm, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh. I will say, I like I cannot think of any time that I've had negative 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 experiences in the gym. Like off the top of my head, yeah, I was even working out at uh, Adelaide Club for a while, which is like uh, before there was Equinox in Toronto. For the like the downtown Bay Street crowd, there was the uh, the Adelaide Club, and um, that was that was also paid for by my company. And I'll say that like I would I, I was actually a little bit intimidated to go there because it's like all oh, great like. You know, like people who work at the C level of my company are also going to be working out here. So I don't know if I really want to be in the same place as them exercising and shit. And to be honest, like everybody just minded their own fucking business, except when I was when I started blowing out like the uh, like the, you know, getting like when I got past like three plates and I was going on to like four plates on the squat and stuff, it would attract the crowd. But aside from that, people just generally mind their own business. No, people yeah. do. Except at Equinox, where you do get like, as a guy, you get sexed in. <laughs> you what? No. Okay. <laughs> People are like, there are some, there are some very aggressive gay men at the in the New York Equinox. Okay, I, I could imagine that. Which is the only time that I ever went to the gym yeah. in New York City because I would go there. I used to be in New York City, like in your neck of the woods, actually. Um, actually, no, no, more, more closer to Chelsea. Um, but I was uh, there usually like two to three times a year. And uh, I forget the yeah. name of the gym that I would go to there. Um, my mentor like had a he had a membership there, so he would get me a guest pass, and I would go there as well. And I even and it was it was a gay gym, like it was it was almost all gay guys uh, that worked out there, and they minded their own business. I think it's really like the gay guys at Equinox in particular. It, it's at it's an yeah, Equinox, it's, it's, Equinox, it's, Equinox it's, and it's not. Yeah. I'm 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 overstating it, but it, it like I, there were a few yeah. times like at the 170 or 167th Street one where I'm like, dude, this guy's like being very weird with me. In the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, which means that I, I'm actually a victim of, of being, like, weirdly scared. <laughs> of shit. So guess what? You can't talk to ben, me. You got, you where's your viral TikTok, man? Was it? Yeah, I creeped on. So guess what? I'm a survivor, and that means I get to talk. Yeah. So. yeah. But I, I'm, I'm working my way back um, up there because, yeah. uh, Rory, I sent you my – so, like, I've been, I've been yeah. taking it very easy on myself for the last almost a year because I got injured – Last year in April, um, I, I told you about this. Like when I, I, I fell, I, I tripped and fell flat on my butt. And like the my body weight from my upper body just like came. Imagine like a stack of plates falling flat on the floor. And, you know, like the, the plates on the bottom will smash, but the ones on top might be okay. And that's pretty much what happened to like my L1 and L2 um, lumbar vertebrae. Like they both cracked. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, That's a tough one, man. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. For like a solid four or so weeks, I was just, I was just in bed. Like I couldn't get up out of bed without a ton of pain. Um, and then I, when I was able to get up out of bed, I needed a friend of mine uh, who was a chiropractor would come over and like do like very, very light treatments on me, like helping me like, you know, like bend and stretch and put a little bit of weight on it. But she would always recommend like, don't overexert yourself. I didn't start working yeah. out again. And it wasn't even like, I would say like exercising. I wouldn't even call it working out um, until probably around like September. I wasn't actually doing any 
real form of exercise. And up until the end of the year, I was just like taking it really easy. But then I just, I don't know, like this year, I just got really sick of myself. And then today was the day where I was like, no, no, you're going in there and you're lifting heavy. Like, fuck this. Like, I just wasn't feeling good about myself. I, I felt like I was not improving. Nothing about my body was changing. I was maintaining my health, but I wasn't improving it. So I go in today and I just like, and I was actually surprised at how weak I was. Um, but I mean, it, it was, I would say it's like still higher than like the average person in terms of lifts, but it's just not where I'm used to being. So that's how we're yeah, used yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. No, and that happens. Like, you know, it, you know, it comes and it goes and, and it's, you know, I mean, for me, like I, right now I, I need to get way better about, about stretching. Um, like, I, I guess it's like my, it's like the muscle that's like right here on your back. Oh yeah. 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 I always pull that. I pull that thing like a, yeah, like that, happened, that used to happen to me a lot too. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those two little elevens on your lower back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. what the name of that muscle group is. Actually, so what I would do the latimus dorsi. You know, the latissimus dorsi is like uh, it's underneath your armpit. Like it's the the manta ray wings when you do pull ups. That's your that's your latissimus dorsi. Yeah, and that's what for me it's like right yeah, here. So the muscle group that's underneath like that is right like the here. eleven column that comes up from your butt, like from your glutes up to, and it ties into the lats. Um, but I forget the name of that. I think for me, it's just okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but what I would do actually is uh, the reverse crunches. You know uh, that. Yeah. Uh, back yeah, yeah. The back extensions. Yeah. If you do those yeah. a lot, uh, I, I call these bananas where basically like you lie flat on the ground and then you raise your hands in front of you and raise your feet off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Um, and also yeah. learning how to do a back bridge, which I'm actually, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting back to that. Cause I used to be able to do a full wheel, like a full yoga wheel. Um, and I used to be able yeah. to like drop into the full, like Van Damme splits. I'm actually going to bring myself back there now. Cause I've ever since I stopped being able to do a full back bridge, like I went from being able to do a full wheel to just being able to do a back bridge. And now I can't like reach backwards and do a back bridge. Like I have to like put myself on the ground and put my hands yeah. up on, and, and push myself into it. But I'm, I'm actually going to start working on getting myself into a full back bridge. I would say like by the end of this year. Oh yeah. No. And, and I'm, um, like I, I need to work a little better about that. Um, I used to be, my big thing used to be pull-ups. I used to love, I, I would start every oh, yeah, workout. Yeah. I would get up to like 30 to 40 like reps in this set of like full pull-ups, like all the way down, all the mm. way up, like lockout. Um, cause that is the one thing I know, uh, Marjorie Taylor green went a little viral. Uh, her, uh, her kipping amazing. Jesus. Those kipping, those cross, baby. those CrossFit pull-ups, they kill me. That's they kill me. That is the one thing where Holy I'm like, smokes. that is the one. If thing I see people doing that, has, I'm like, has, just stop. That's listen. I don't normally stop. shame people. Like I, I want people to be able to go into the gym and do workouts, but I would much rather people do the, you know, the pull the bench up to the chin up bar and then like put the tips of their toes on the bench and pull yourself up while barely supporting your body weight, or even just like go down from your knees, but like support your body weight until you can do a full pull-up. But those kipping pull-ups, holy fuck. They don't do anything for you. No, they don't do anything. You're just using your downward force. Like, and I just, you're, you're bouncing. It's like people who do a bench press and they bounce it off their chest. And they just bounce it off their chest. Yeah. Like I'm, I will say, I know Q, you've never worked out with me, but like I am, bizarrely slow on my bench press like, yeah it's, it's a, a full time under tension to you're supposed down, to be slow like, on it all the way down yeah, yeah no then you and you i don't actually go all the way down to my chest i only go down to where this actually i got i got this one from scooby 
because what he would uh, recommend to a lot of young yeah. people, he would say, when you start learning how to bench press, don't go on a bench, go on the floor so that your elbows are not coming down past your shoulder. Because once you're down past your shoulder, you're using the front of your delts to push the weight back up. Yeah. That's where a lot of guys will, when they're trying to do bench presses, their delts will actually end up getting overdeveloped and their chest won't because it's all in their delts. He's like, no, just bring it down to the point where your elbow and your back are about parallel and then push it back up again. And I do that very, very slowly. By the way, for anybody that doesn't know, Scooby 1961 is the... I, I will actually say, Karthik, I, I will drop this. Let me see, Scooby 961 uh, website. I want to see what it, which one is this? Uh, Scooby's Workshop. There we go. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I found the muscle group. It's the uh, serratus posterior. And the serratus posterior and the external obliques. Uh, and the, I guess like the flap of uh, tendons that go over it is the, the lumbar fascia. All right. It looks like he has retired. Uh, where is the, uh, God damn it. I'm so annoyed that, that he dropped, he dropped this. Cause it used to actually be a really good place that you could like find. Yeah. And this is before YouTube too, so I forget what site he was on. Yeah. Uh, well, he was on YouTube. That's no, he, but really... when he started, though, like when he started picking up a following, it was before YouTube. Yeah, he got. Uh, let's see, he was he was he was doxxed back in 2013. That was 10 years ago. Holy smokes! That was a while yeah. ago. Here you go. I think this is this is the, the closest thing they have, but it's he actually does give like very very good advice. This is yeah. but that uh, that thing about uh, this, um, you know time under tension for your chest and about not letting your elbow yeah. drop below parallel with your back that like changed the game for me on bench press because I used to have like a like a bird chest and now I'm just a I'm a big TD communist you know all thanks to him. Yeah, and and the key there, um, uh, to be honest with you, is like, you know, and they, like, I really hope that they have. Um, it looks like most of it is is on there. So, but if you have any questions like that, like Scooby's workshop is like the best place to do it because he he's like very he's still very got six hundred two thousand YouTube subscribers. Oh, he's oh, yeah. still posting! He no way. On yeah. YouTube. Really? Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, he's huge, too. He's, he's a, a big guy. Like, he's a, yeah, he's a huge guy. Um, I think it's like, he looks, like, uh, he looks but, like Ernest. Like, he looks like Jim Varney in the face, but his body is like, it's Frank Zane. Yeah. Well, I guess not anymore. I guess he's like, uh, you know, when older guys, they, they start, I don't, don't want to say drooping, because his body is still, like, jacked as hell. But uh, it's not as it's not as tight as it used to be. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, he looks like Jim Varney in the face, which is just really funny to me. Yeah, no, and, and it's it's pretty good. Like, and he'll tell you like you know uh, what your like FFMI is, which is kind of handy. Yeah. Um, he actually has like one of the best um, body fat calculators out there. It's like a huge that that website is just a huge trove of like 
of like actually like very good tools to yeah. use. And and I will say there's something that has been lost with the sort of rise of like fitness influencers and people try to sell you like supplements and things is that it's, they're so busy. Like, and you'll see constant ads where it's like, you know, you have to do this. You yeah, have yeah, to do yeah. that. And it's like, the reality is the, the tools on like Scooby's like workshop or whatever, even though it might not be the most visually appealing website out there are as good as, if not better than any of those guys. And they're free. Yeah. Right. That's the big thing. Right. And that's the 90% of Well, he was, he was like, never trying to sell to anything. Work. Oh, he's 65 years old. Holy smokes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, he was never trying to sell anything. He was never trying to like, you know, he was so. Well, now he's on that. that like, he's on that cryptocurrency gone. train, but you know. Oh no, yeah. he's yeah, not. He is. Oh, oh eh. no, oh, it's Scooby. whatever. It happens. God. Yeah, damn buying it. Bitcoin without losing your shirt. Invest in crypto without losing your shirt. Uh -huh. All right, buddy. Old school financial advice from a boomer. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> here's here's one thing. Here's I, one I'm... thing that uh, I really did like about him, and this is back before the word you know, fat shaming had come into public parlance, but, uh, he, um, he was, he was realistic about the necessity of working out and how obesity was just, just bad for you. And, and but in such a way that he wasn't actually fat shaming, he's, and it wasn't just like, Oh, you know, we're, I'm just trying to talk about people's health. Cause you know, when people say that shit, oftentimes they're just trying to shame fat no. people, but, no. but for him, it was like, yeah, he gen, he, like he genuinely cared. Uh-oh. Cares about people. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got 25. Lizzo, healthy. Oh, no. Like, oh, he got it on the list. Dude. Oh, no. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. I I, I get the feel. Oh, I'm going to try and pull. So I'm going to see if it's possible to pull this in. Oh, no. I, I got to see Lizzo healthy in any way. I don't know. No, it's uh, the fact that he's talking about it. Whatever. Oh, it's crazy! Yeah, it's, crazy. I mean, it's crazy. He's only he's only getting like nine thousand views, eight thousand views, four thousand views on his videos. That's for somebody who he is an OG. He deserves better than that. Maybe he should come on Philadelphia for. A, I well, will ask him to come on Philadelphia. His, I absolutely will. Oh, dude, I would love to have him on. I fucking love Scooby. He look rules. at this. Sixty is the new thirty. Really do look it, at this dude. guy. He's ripped. Dude, he has huge Oh, yeah. Packs, his dude. pecs oh, are gigantic. God. And the thing is, they're enormous. And his delts <laughs> complement. Okay, here's the thing. The, the Here's one thing about people, and this is a, a trap that I fell into, is that a lot of people will, like, want to do the bench press and the curls and maybe the tricep pushdowns. They want to get a big chest, big arms. They sometimes want to get the abs, too. But the problem is you look weird, and your chest never develops properly. Your shoulders do not develop properly. The thing is, like, he understood the importance of developing your back because the back is almost the frame of, off of which your pectorals hang. And th this dude, like, if you look at the 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 spread on his lats, it is insane. That's why his chest looks that big. Okay, I you know I'm I'm watching this video and I I don't think he's he's not getting down. He's just basically like, you can be hot or whatever at any weight you want, but like you can't be okay. You can't healthy. be healthy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. Which is an objective fact. <laughs> well, try to like, try saying that on Twitter. See what happens to you. But you're you're right. 
Well, they're I wrong. Know. I know. I you know. know. And I then know. that's the reality. I they're I, wrong. I, I'm they're wrong. Sorry. I feel like and, it's a it's a pretty challenging uh, terrain to walk, right? Like it's kind of like you, you. These are both objectively true facts, yet, like to walk from one to the other is just like a death trap now. Well, because here's the thing: like it, the problem with weight, right? It, it's so tied up with people's self-image that, like, you can just like it's the, like for example, like smoking. You cannot be healthy. Like, you can't be healthy, well, I mean, you, you could be healthy-ish and smoke, but, like, smoking is not healthy for you. Right. Right? But because, like, smoking doesn't tie into people's perceptions of themselves the way that weight does, they, they, they mostly just accept that. Or, like, brushing, you can't be healthy and just brush your teeth. It, it's like, no, like, you, you, can, you can't be... Like, it has nothing to do, and, and I will say the other issue is that the people who are, like, really down on that stuff aren't, generally tend to not be, like, the most, like, for the most part, they're doing it to, like, all right, let's, let's okay. I'll, I'm, I'll I'm gonna, like I'm gonna see if it's so. possible for me to pull the sound in. It may not work, but I'm going to give it a shot. Hang on just one second. All right, yeah, because, and, and he's right, like, yeah, there's no sound. Anything? No. No. There's no. No. Sound. no sound. Oh, damn it. And then he's right, right? Like, the reality is that, like, so many people, they'll say, like, I'm only here because I care about your health. And it's like, no, you don't actually care about their health, yeah. right? Like, you don't actually, like, this is because, like, they're, you think they're unattractive because they're fat. Like, that's 90% of people. For yeah. me, it's like, that, that really love to engage in that stuff. It's mostly just, like, one, it's either people that are in the process of losing weight and they tend to, like, like with all people that, that go through major lifestyle changes, either through like religious conversion or moving cities, whatever, tend to have like, they tend to like overdo it a little bit mm -hmm. more than, you know, it's like the, the, what is it? The zeal of a new convert kind of. Um, There's also like the, the kind of, I think people who call other, I mean, like if, when, when they get like upset or when they say that, like, you know, you look so unhealthy, it's kind of a projection yeah. also because that's kind of how they have perceived their own or like, yeah. you know, if they're, if they're healthy or if they're fit, yeah. then the only way that they keep fit is because they constantly tell themselves have, that they'd look fat, I, yeah. they'd look ugly if they were I fat. Have, yeah. Like I've never, I would, I would never consider myself like, I would, I've never been obese, but like I would never call someone out for being obese. And I think that's just yeah. weird. But the thing is at the same time, it's also, like the one thing, like my my take on the body positivity stuff has always been like the problem is that they're not happy and they're very clearly not happy. Like a lot of people in the body positivity movement, I'm sorry, they're just not happy. Yeah. They're not enjoying themselves. Like, and that's why they're, you know, you'll get people that are just constantly like, you know, and, and it's, of course, like if you're, especially if you're like, you know, especially when it comes to like weight gain. It's not fun at all. Joints. Yeah. You are, are, are not enjoying your life. Like you're really not, you're not happy. And, and, 
and that's the reality. Like you're just trying to paper over the fact that you're not happy. Honestly. Psychologically, though, like the idea of uh, accepting that you are, it's in a, in a kind of way, like you know, if you want to quit smoking, you kind of have to accept the fact that you got a problem. Uh, and in a way, like uh, a positive sort of acceptance, where you're accepting the fact that like you have this, not necessarily a problem, but like that that you have an objective that you have to reach, that a goal yeah. that you have to reach. But this is where your starting point is. It's kind of, it seems like it's, I mean, I, I don't know, there, there seems to be like different factions of body positivity, even like it's, it's we're unfortunately exposed to the, the most toxic version of it, or like the most uh, like s- snobby version of it uh, on Twitter, because it's always the loudest voices, etc. But I feel like the, the kind of premise from what I've understood it, at least, is that you kind of have to be okay with where you are before you start to want to do better. Um, and I think like that's kind of yeah. where, I mean, I feel like that's, that's totally fine. And, and I think it's, it's that you have to be fine. Cause you, you might not be okay with it, but you have to make peace with where you are. Like you have to establish, this is where I'm at. I'm not happy with it. And exactly. I want to change. Yeah. And a lot of people, and yeah. I've seen this happen uh, a lot of the times when celebrities who were typically overweight, when they lose weight, it happened with Jennifer Hudson. It happened with Lizzo when she talked about wanting to lose weight. It happens a lot where people who kind of got their validation from celebrities who were, you know, plus sized, overweight, obese, whatever you want to say, or fat, uh, when they start losing weight or talk about wanting to take their life in a more healthy direction, they get so mad at them. And they'll say, well, if you're going to the gym because you want to lose weight, you're fat phobic, to which I say, fuck off. Whatever reasons I want to go to the gym, if that involves losing weight or getting more fit or whatever... Sorry, if that takes me out of your category, I mean, you can just go cry about it. It's my body. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. And, and, here's, and here's the corollary to that, right? You never really see the body positivity when they're talking about anorexia yeah. or severe underweight. Yeah. In, fact, in fact, they're quite they're, the opposite. They are quite openly, openly judgmental. Not just judgmental. They'll talk about, oh, imagine me feeling sorry for a skinny bitch. Like, they get really catty. Yeah, they get really catty. So it's like... On one hand, they are correct in the sense that the people who are a lot of the people who are critiquing them are just critiquing them because they don't like fat people. That is true. I I would actually agree with that. But on the same time, they're also lying about the fact that they just want people to with their bodies. bodies. No, it's with a certain type of body. Mantra, you you go ahead. It's with your body. Oh yeah. Yeah, Go ahead. So I'll be right. So I'm I'm I don't use the F word, but I'm overweight. I guess I'm fat. I guess I use the F word. That's okay. I mean, is it is it a slur? Because I, I, I see a lot of people just say like, "Oh, don't say obese, say fat," and then other people will be like, "Well, I don't want to say fat. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm anything. fat. Like I'm overweight. I'm, I'm more overweight than uh, I've ever been. I'm not comfortable with it. I hate it. And I'm sitting here nodding along with you guys about the people online, and they because they drive me crazy. And like, if I said anything. I would get shit on for saying something, but like, it's so, it's so frustrating because there, there is the line that I wanted to draw because you, nobody's really mentioned it. And I think it's an important distinction with the acceptance thing. It's not, it's not about, so what the acceptance that you need to come to is that no matter what you look like on the outside, you're a good person, you're worthy, you deserve to invest in your body, in yourself to get healthy. 
You know what I mean? So accepting this is, this is, this is, don't, don't waste energy and look at every time you look at yourself in the mirror, you're, you're sending hatred at yourself. Like that's not healthy. That's not going to motivate you. You deserve to be loved. You deserve love. You might as well do it for yourself. But then I think they, the body positivity side of things takes it too far because no, it's not healthy. It's not healthy to be carrying extra weight around. It puts extra. Here's here's the other thing. Well, it puts, it puts pressure on your heart. So it means your heart is working harder, which means your heart will stop beating sooner than otherwise it would have if you were not fat. You know, like it's just a fact. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and here's the thing, you know, and the ultimate thing is that I think a lot of these people are very unhappy with the weight they're at. And, and part of part of the fat acceptance, because it's it's not just like, look, because the reality is like, you should not be going up to making fun of people for being fat. I don't ever really do it. I don't, especially don't do it in person, but I, I and even online, I avoid it. You know, here's the thing. You can lose weight. Anyone can lose weight. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyone really can. Right. And, and but the thing is to buy into that, almost always you'll see they go the extra step of saying, well, it's impossible for you to lose weight. And that is a very dark place to be mentally, yeah. I think, because it's like at the same time, it's like, look, and, and you hear this, like I have a friend who's a doctor or a couple of friends who are doctors and a couple of them are GPs and they're like, man. It's tough because it's like, look, like, lady, the reason, you know, and, and it's guys, I think, tend to not follow his advice, but they are very accepting of the fact that, like, yeah, I'm just not losing weight because I don't want mm-hmm. to. Um, or it's, like, too hard to lose weight or whatever. They say, particularly with women, it's like they tend to, like, they tend to really latch on to, like, oh, I'm, I can't lose weight. And, it, and the problem is he's like, yeah, but, like, all of your problems that you come into once every four months, right? A lot of them, you know, they're coming into the doctor so regularly. All of these problems are a result of the fact or, that, like, you are, or, are, are, are obese. Like, it, that, and, and it just is, like, you know, high, you have your high blood pressure, the fact that you have, like, um, oh, what's the stuff that you have the, the CPAP machine? Oh, CPAP, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sleep apnea. Basically, if he if he sees sleep apnea on somebody's part, it's like, okay, so I'm going to talk to an obese yep. person. Like, it, it's so it's so linked. There's so few people that have sleep apnea not related to their weight that he can almost read it as like a given. But there is actually, it's like, yeah, you're there actually is some um, question about which one is the cause and which one is the effect. Because if you if you cure someone's sleep apnea, their weight will drop. Like, oh yeah, so. Um, so and, and a lot of it, yeah. What I was, but but basically, they're, they're so related. Yeah, they're very right? related. Um, and and there is there is a causal effect. I would. I there is almost certainly. Like, but which one yeah. causes which? They're. I like mean, the, there's there's comorbidities with case, like right. you know with uh, you know being being obese and any number of conditions, and yeah, oftentimes when you fix one, the obesity uh, can 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 drop, but I think here's. Like, I don't want to sound, oh God, Roy, this is going to be getting someone into the toxic positivity talk, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. There are things that you can control and things that you can't control. Like there, there are circumstances yeah. that are completely outside of your control and ones that are. And I, I'm one of those people that on the one hand, I not only readily accept, but often will say that there are systemic reasons for any issues. For example, like people talk about there being like food deserts in black communities and so on. And that is objectively mm-hmm. true. It, it, oftentimes in black neighborhoods, it is difficult to get access to nutritious foods. 
Um, you have to go outside yeah. of your neighborhood. I remember like when I went to the the site where the Tops supermarket shooting happened in Buffalo. Um, yeah. I read about that for the Globe and Mail. And I was talking to people um, in that neighborhood and they were saying like, yeah, the, the you know one of the biggest problems here is that we fought for years to get this Tops supermarket. And now that it's not here anymore, it's difficult to get access to another supermarket. And I walked to the, the, the next supermarket close to that neighborhood. It took me about, I would say like a, about 70, 65, 70 minutes to get there. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, there's like, if you don't have a car, you're screwed. Right. Um, but on the other hand, like, so that's something that's outside of your circumstance. However, what is within your circumstance is what you eat. Like you can, you can absolutely control that. It might be difficult, but you can. I mean, look at me here. I got my, my favorite things are like gummy candies, right? So how often do I eat gummy candies? I allow myself to eat gummy candies after I've gone to the gym. That's my little reward. I have my handful of gummy candies and I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, well, well whatever. Yeah, I love there are, candies, right? but, there uh, are things that happen yeah. in a person in bodies that mm. will prevent the like, so that no matter what you do, you're not losing weight the way you should be. But mm. um, th- those are things that you can figure out and deal with, right? right? Like not like, people's bodies and metabolisms are simply not all built the same. The way that people yeah. like metabolize food doesn't all work the same. It doesn't work the same yeah. for myself. It doesn't work the same for my grandmother. I was a, I was a bird growing up. Like I was like very thin, thin arms, thin legs, bobblehead. I was built like my mother. My mother, she's a very, she's a very thin woman. And then yeah. when I hit like my early thirties, all of a sudden I, I filled out and I started looking more like my grandmother's side in the, <clears throat> of the family. My great grandfather was a big burly husky man. Once I hit my thirties, I started like, I was already working out by then. But something kicked in and now I've got like the, the body shape of a farmer. And so like a lot of this stuff is like completely beyond our control, but you can take regular actions. You well, can develop also- habits that will at least alter the course of where you're going to go before. If I was just to sit down and say, hey, <laughs> systemic reasons, genetic reasons, and so on, I would be living with type 2 diabetes right now and probably have a severe heart Yeah, condition. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I want to... And the other thing is... Um, I, I would just say to add, to add on to that, like if here's the thing, it, it's the way I think of it is like, look, even if your metabolism is slower, you just eat less, right? It, it's like saying like, oh, like, you know, like SUVs are bad for the, or uh, driving like a, a compact car is bad for the environment. Cause whenever I fill up my S like with the same <laughs> amount of gas, I fill up my mm-hmm. SUV it gets all over the ground. It's like, well, yeah, obviously like you just, you just put less in. And that's why it's important for me to like, weigh myself every morning, especially when I'm losing weight to make sure that I'm like actually losing weight, right. On the right track. And and if it turns out I'm not losing weight, like I usually cut up an additional two to 300 calories and then boom, I start losing weight again. Right. And that's, you'll see for most people, that's the way, right. And there are very few, there are very few conditions that would actually prevent somebody from losing weight or would so slow down their metabolism just because the, the two biggest things that, that cause your metabolism to be slow or the two biggest uh, like burning points for calories in your body are your brain and your body temperature, right? Those are the things that consume the vast majority of your calories so, every day are those two things. So what happened to me, I was never skinny, but um, in, in 2016, I was uh, in Fort McMurray and there was a wildfire. And uh, so I experienced a trauma. Oh yeah. When you're living out in Fort McMurray. Yeah. So I experienced this traumatic event and I suffered from PTSD for 
a significant period of time after like for months i basically slept i slept 12 to 14 hours a day didn't do anything else like i tried to go to i would go to work and i would be able to function for like an hour and that was it right like rory imagine like uh my health just took such a hit imagine a like an entire township on fire like not just a fire breaking out in like a building but i mean like the entire yeah. town on fire the entire city and that's that's pretty much what happened to like everybody had to like get whatever belongings they could like hold in their two hands and get yeah. out we um, were that's evacuated. pretty much what happened we were evacuated for a minimum of a month I, a lot of people were like myself i was actually evacuated for two months before i could go home yeah it was a very traumatic event anyway that's not like i'm not trying to make an excuse i'm just saying that's my physical just... health took such a massive hit from like being flooded with um the uh the the poison that is cortisol right for for weeks yeah. on end i was flooded with cortisol and i still have issues because of it including high blood pressure and i gained so much weight and like it's crazy i used to go to the gym every day i used to go to yoga like hot yoga every day i used to like walk thousands of steps every day and then i was basically i could i couldn't function the only yoga i could do was like restorative yoga and it took me ages to get and i'm still not really back to where i want to be but i'm I have made a lot of progress, but the problem is I've kept gaining weight while I was doing it in well, other I mean, areas. Well, you know, like, here's the, here's the thing. But that's the where thing. that the reality comes is. From, I think, right? yeah. That's where that. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, yeah, like you're not a bad person for doing it. You don't need to beat yourself up over doing it. You know, just, you know. I, I also and, don't and like the a, word excuses because, like, yeah. everybody has circumstances. An and, like, yeah, the exactly. fact that your yeah. circumstances might overpower your willpower doesn't make it an excuse. It's just what happened. It's what happened. It's my life. And it is, um, I'm, I'm obviously not perfect at the acceptance either, but I'm, I have to, I have to not look in the mirror and like I said, not shoot daggers of hatred at myself. I have to be able to go, these things happened to me. And you know what? I fucking survived it. I'm here. Uh, I didn't let it destroy me. I'm, I'm getting my shit back together. And I'm actually very proud of the progress I've made and how the time with which I made it, you know, like I, yeah. And, and that's, <laughs> that's not me. an excuse. That's just, <laughs> that's, that's just, that's an excuse. That's just, that's, you know, like at the end of the day, it's like, look, you know, you focused on yourself like, yeah. And you know, and the thing is, and the point I was going back with the, the whole, the thing I don't like about the body positivity mm-hmm. movement is that, or a lot of elements of body positivity is when it's like, no, it's impossible for you to yeah. lose that weight, right? It's impossible. You just can't do it. You're done. You're stuck. You just you have to it's, accept you know this. What, you know what it's like? Where you it's are, like um, it's it it bears many of the same markers as like inceldom in the sense that they've sort of buried themselves in a oh, I've, no, yeah. they've buried themselves in a place where it's like, well, nothing can change. You just you're you know your life circumstances are yeah, immutable, and so are you. And mm-hmm. when they see somebody you're, you're actually stuck, you know yeah. achieve what it is that they were either hoping for or has dropped out of that community to join another one, yeah. they attack, they get so mad about it. And, and In it a way, like, like acceptance yeah. sounds like accepting your circumstances yeah. more than like any, any other detail. Like, I feel like if you accept that this is 